Good morning, Raboisai. Today's shir is being sponsored by a very good friend of mine who decided to make a big change in this world. And he started an organization called Stop the Talking in Shul. And today happens to be the Toysvis Yontif's yard site. And the Toysvis Yontif has a very special Mishabeirach for those who stop talking in Shul. So especially today with Corona and people starting to go back to Shul, perhaps we could take upon ourselves something a little extra, and that is not to talk in Shul. And I'm going to talk about it a little bit, I hope, a little bit later. So this is the Misha Berach, for those who accept upon themselves. You go to this website, stopthetalking.org. There's dozens upon dozens of short clips from different G'daylam Rabbanim, why it's so important, etc. Misha Berach, I've said, I brought me to Yaakov. Moshe Lebar, Dov Roshloim, who you borrowed his call, Misha Shoymer, Pidl, Shoymer, Shalei, Dabay, Satfila, Akash Baruch Hu, watch those who don't talk during Davani. Hakash Baruch Hu, Yishmerei, Mikol Tzor, Vetzuko, Mkomenego, Machla. This is a zgula to see good children. This reminds me of something else. One person can make a change. He changed thousands and thousands of people. You go up to the website, you could... Uh, you could sign up there and be part of this. Somebody just called me last night, Donnie Fine. Another person that wants to make a change in our community. Bring Esha Torah to Ramah Bet Shemesh. Great idea. One person, big change. One person, big change. Today's share is being sponsored. Dedicated for the Tshuva Shlema, Shefa, and Atzlach of all of Am Yisrael. I want to talk about that also a little bit. His name is Pressman. He's not going to stop pressing the issue I am sponsoring tomorrow's daf in order that we should all be zoichet to be able to join Rip Eli's weekly chumashir bikaroiv. What are you right here? So many families and Shabbos tables will benefit in such a positive way once the chumashir initiates. Amir Hashem. This will start yet another success story. Success story. The credit can go to all the chaver pushing. And then he says, "I just realized that you could say Raboisai, It's not the shir. It's the chumash. Whatever. One day, Beis Hashem, when I have time." Uh, very important. Today's shear is sponsored by our very, very good friend and friends by the Eliwat families of Springfield, New Jersey and RBS in honor of Mordechai ben Yoel, Papa Mickey Eliwat on the occasion of his 80th birthday. Raboisai, 80th birthday. Everything connects together. We got the tefillah over here. We got Chuv over here. We got the 80th birthday over here. It's all connected. Just yesterday, so very tremendous happy birthday to Papa. I just got an email yesterday from somebody who wants to rename, uh, remain anonymous, an 80-year-old. Dear Rebelli, I joined you, Yomi, when you were in the middle of Gemara Shabbos. This email is an appreciation for what you have done for me. I've never found it easy to learn Gemara since my youth. There were no Jewish schools of yeshivas in South Africa. Okay, so we don't know who he is, but he started out in South Africa. My knowledge is from Cheda, which I attended three times a week. Over the years, I've improved my learning, always trying harder and harder. Baruch Hashem, I have two sons who went to Yeshiva and learn every day and night after, after and during the day when they work. Through the Limadat Torah, I pushed myself to try harder and harder. Now, since I joined your daf, I am for the first time, 80 years old, for the first time loving it 
and Baruch Hashem not left one daf out. For that I wish to say thank you. May Hashem bless you, that you be able to spread Torah to many Talmudim throughout the world. You might be asking, why am I telling you this? Well, it's to give all those Gishmak to learn no matter how hard it is. By the way, I am now over 80. P.S. I, I do not want you to mention my name and admire. Unreal. So, three people told me, my son-in-law wrote me that I have to hear this vart from the Noida Behuda said by Srili Bornstein on Yal Kigam. And then I heard it from Yisrael Goldstein. And then last night at, I think it was 12.30ish, um, Leon Welcher told me, you have to hear it. So I went on and I listened to it. And let me repeat it because if three people tell me that it's important, that it's very important, it is a very, very nice vart. The Gemara says that we were discussing Alechi Ha'imid Me'elav. Alechi, that just sprung up from the ground, the tree. And Alecha is like Abaya in only six places. That is one of the six places. Yal Kigam. Yud Ayin Lamed. The Lamed stands for Lechi. Lechi Ha'imid Me'elav. Says the Noid Behuda in a drasha that he gave Shabbos Truva drasha. Oh, I should probably wear this. <clears throat> Shabbos Truva drasha. He gave in Prague to his community. And he said, Rabbi Isai, there's six reasons why people don't do tshuva. The first one is they give up. Yish. And he says these six things are, you can, if you want to remember them, they're in Yal Kigam. Yud stands for Yish. Yishlemidas. The whole machlok is Abayi Rova. We're passing like Abaya. That what? People give up. They say, wow, I did so many averses in my life. I'm going to do tshuva. Yes, you can do tshuva on the worst of the worst of the worst. This one is one of my favorites, social pressure. People, a guy in Shul told me, I was speaking to him about not talking in Shul, not talking in Shul, and he said, but I have a reputation, everybody knows me as the guy that talks, I'm the let's in Shul, I make jokes in the middle of davening, if I stop, I'm going to look stupid, I can't do it, it's like, it's not social pressure, it's unbelievable, for social pressure, you continue, you continue to do silly things. And the third one is the one that, he focus, that we're focusing on, the Lamed, the people don't learn Torah. And that has to do with Lechi, and I'll explain. People don't learn Torah, they don't know how to do Tshuva. Fourth, they don't go to Shul, and they don't hear drushes about Tshuva. They push it off, he says, they procrastinate. And finally, the sixth one is, people don't give the Musr. Okay, so the third one, Lechi Oimid Me'elov, he says, <coughs> Where do you make a lechi? You make it in a mavoy. What's a mavoy? A mavoy is a mavoy sasum enclosed three walls. We, as Jews, we're closed up pretty much in three walls. But it's very easy for us to fall out into the Rosh Hashanah, to get tied up with our cell phones and our addictions and all the schmutz in the street. So what do you do? You have to make a lechi or a kaira. A kaira is a hacker. It's to remind you, hey, you could either choose this world, the, the temporary Gashmias that you have right now, or think about the 311 worlds that await you. Kaira is Gibematria 311, Shia So you choose. Well, that's a little difficult to stop you from doing Averis. But another better way is Lechi. Lechi works as a Mechitza. It's actually going to close you into your mother. You're not allowing you to escape into the Rishusaravim. What is that? Lechi says is Torah. 
Lechi is Begematria 48. And I'm saying this really quickly. He said it over nine minutes. But we have a daft to do. And he says that when he spoke to his community, his congregation, he heard the same thing over and over. People were telling him, who am I to learn Torah? Look how old I am. I'm already 40, I'm already 50, 60, 80 years old. And he says that that's what Lechi Ha'imid Me'elov is. All these people are saying, well, I don't have a background in Torah. I, I can't learn Torah. I didn't, I didn't go to Cheder. I didn't go to Yeshiva. I went to this Yeshiva, that. I, was, I wasn't good in Yeshiva. I got thrown out. You could be a Lechi Ha'imid Me'elov. You could start today, on your own, whatever age. And then he says, Ve'ani Arev. That's his Lashon. Ani Arev. I'm a guarantor <clears throat> that anybody that learns for just one year, provided they learn three hours a day, okay, it's not easy, three hours a day, I guarantee you, you'll know how to learn after one year. That's what he says. Anyways, that's the gist of his beautiful pshat. And now we are holding enough to Zayin Amit Beis. So we spoke about tshuva, we spoke about being 80 years old. We had an email from Eidi, and not talking and davening because of the social pressure. It's a, it's a big one. People, I'm going to look funny if I learn today. I'm going to look funny if I do this. Who cares about other people? You have to care about it because you're Baruch We're holding six lines from the bottom of the Zion of the base. Li'ilu nishmas imi mirasi ruspas mardachai. Yishkoich faivish for reminding me yesterday. Dorash Rav Nachman Mishum Rabbeinu Shmuel. So we're in the middle of the sugya of a guy that makes a mechitza grua, a really bad mechitza. Why is it bad? Because it only has either horizontal ropes or vertical, but not the two of them combined. If you have two of them, you have horizontal and vertical, that's a good mechitza. If you just do it like this, it's a bad mechitza. And I don't know if you can see this well. So basically... Every person, we said in the Mishnah, you get Sosayim, like the Beis Hamikdash. The Beis Hamikdash was 50, like down here, 50 by 100, 5,000 square amas per person. And let's see the Machlaikas. Now, I'll tell you this, here, let's do this for a second. We're going to have four shitas, very similar shitas. Could you read this? It doesn't look like you could read it. Hold on, then I have a different one. Much better. Okay. I thought the other one was nicer, but this one is readable. According to Rabbi Yehuda, an individual, a yachid, gets two saw. That's it. He can't go past two saw. Two saw, 50 by 100 amas, like the Beis Hamikdash. If you're in a shayara, you're in a group, then whatever they need. So if they need a hundred saw, because they have a lot of animals, they get a hundred saw. So once, you, once you're at three people, a shayara, you get as much as you want. Next, you have chachamim, but the first chachamim. And they say everybody, let's start from the bottom. Everybody, even an individual, could get as much as he needs. The only exception is in chachamim is that if you're an individual, not in the middle of the desert, you're in a yishuv, you're in a city, you have no business making these inferior walls. You're not traveling, so make a nice, a nice gazunta wall. Then you have Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehuda. I'm just telling you the end of the sugya, so it's a little bit clear. Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehuda says, an individual gets two saw, and a shayara gets six saw. 
not as much as they need, the limited three people get six up. And finally, you have Chachamim on the bottom, and they say, I don't care who you are, I don't care where you are, you could be in a Yishuv, even an individual. In a Yishuv, gets as much as he needs. If he needs a hundred tzah, he gets a hundred tzah with an inferior enclosure of this uh, a, a gather. Says the Gemara. Dorash Rav Nachman Rabbeinu got up and spoke about this mechitza grua, this really inferior gate, fence. Yachid noisim le'i an individual gets two saw, shnayim noisim le'i If you have two people, all they get together is two saw. That's it. Shloisha, but once you jump to three, nasu shayara, they become a convoy, v'noisim le'em beishesh. They jump up to six, from two to six. Ask the Gemara. Shavkis Rabbonon v'avdes k'rbyosib r'byuda. Rabbonon say, that everybody gets as much as they need. You're not limited to six. Why did he go down to red, which is six saw? You get as much as you need. Says the Gemara, and the Gemara kind of avoids a little bit, but answers the second part. Hadar Oikim Rav Nachman Amoira Aleh had literally a microphone system. The, the, the Gadol would, would say his Torah, in a, in a low voice, and then a guy scream, or today it's known as Zoom, or whatever it is in our, in those days that was a microphone. You had a guy screaming. I made a mistake. Let me retract. No, this is what they said, in fact. An individual gets two saw. Now, Tusa does not fit into the blue. Because Chachamim hold, you get no matter what, whoever you are, you get whatever you need. So he argues on Chachamim. However, the second part, where he said that you get Siksa, that he retracted. You only get Tusa. Okay, if you have more than three, this will fit into Chachamim, Kama, Shetzrichim, whatever you need. Any amount. If you're three people and you have a thousand animals and you need a hundred saw, you get a hundred saw. Says, we're on top of Yudzayin Omdal. Ask the Gemara, Reisho Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Yehuda, Besefer Rabbanon. But he, he's arguing on Chachamim. He's saying that an individual only gets two saw. That goes according to Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Yudah, who's, who's a yachid. Why would he pass him like a yachid when he could go like the rabbin, like Chachamim, who say that even an individual gets as much as he needs? Says the Gemara, in. If you look over here on top, Rabbi Yehuda, who's his father, also says, Sosayim. So they line up. Rabbi Yosef says, Sosayim per person. Rabbi Yehuda says, Sosayim per person. So now it's two. It's a son and a father. It's not so fair to gang up with your father against the whole world, but it works. And Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Yehuda would argue with the whole world. Now, here comes a typical riddle, a Gemara riddle. Says Rav, Three people who are in five saw, 
no good. We said the, the, the smallest shear that we had was six off of three people, and even all this, as much as you need. All of a sudden comes Rav and says, three people in five saw, no good. But, he says a second later, Besheva mutarim. Three people in seven saw, it's okay. That's a riddle. How do, how do, how do you, what, what does that mean? Five is too much. Seven is not, is, is not too much. <laughs> the opposite, right? It doesn't make any sense. If five is too much, so six is too much, seven is way too much, how could seven be okay? So, Amrulay, so everybody looks at Rav Gidl and says, Amr Rav Hachi, it's, it's, it's counterintuitive what you're saying, it doesn't make any sense. I swear, on the Torah, on the Vim Rav Hachi. That's what he said. How do you explain it? I have no idea. But that's what he said. I could swear that's what he said. Amr Rav Ashi, my Kasha. It's very easy. The, the riddle, it's an easy riddle. Dilma Kamar. This is what he meant. Because, you know, Rav has to be, he has to, he has to, he has to be concise. He has to say things that his Talmudim are going to remember. So he said a beautiful line, and from this we, we understand. What if these people, these three people needed for their, all their stuff, like in this Yoni picture, every one of these square feet is taken over here, you have an oven, here you have a wagon, it's all needed, it's necessary, all six feet, all, all uh, six saw. So if they need six, but they made an extra fence, Why? We learned in the Mishnah, you have to make sure that you don't have two saw just empty, doing nothing. You have to make sure everything is, is occupied. So if they needed six, and they went up to seven, in fact, they could go all the way up to eight. A little less than eight. The Gemara calls it seven. Rav calls it seven, just to round it out. So... They have up to eight. They went to seven. They're good. Why? Because they need it. They needed six. So you can go all the way up to eight if you need six. What if three people didn't have anything? Traveling like non-Jews. You ever see like you go to the airport. The Jews come with 45 suitcases. The non-Jew comes with like a little pack like this. He's going for six weeks. He comes like this. So you travel like a man. They only need five. And then, so, they, they only need five, but they went over by two. So everything is possible. Once your mechitz is no good, it's no good even for five. Yeah, they needed five, but they made a, a gather that was seven. They busted it by two. You can't bust it by two. Once you bust by two, then the whole fence is no good. You can't carry at all. My love, ponemi adam. So the Gemara says, wait a minute. Doesn't each individual get two saw? And if each individual gets two saw, you have three people times two is six. Plus you have a little leeway of another two. So in fact, they should be allowed to have eight saw. So why are you telling them it's not good? Says the Gemara, loy, ponemi kalem. As long as do with the individual, we're going based on what you have. So if you are three people, and all you need, the three of you together, all you need is two saw, you're allowed to go up until four saw. That's it. Even though you're three people, you're limited, according to Rav, to four saw. Slightly under four saw. 
if that's what you need. If you need three saw, you're limited to five saw. You need four saw, you're limited to six. Depending on how many saw you need. But it's all on the amount of stuff that you have. It doesn't go by individuals. Itmar. Okay, new sogya. Rabbi Yisai, new sogya. Very interesting. You start off Shabbos, three people, and three people, you're allowed, let's say, six. One of the people died. In the middle of Shabbos, he dies. Shnayim, same exact case, but in the reverse. You start off Shabbos with two people, and another person shows up, Shamalech, he got thrown out of his house, he shows up to your camp. Could you give him another two saw? Could you give him more room? In other words, the question is, is it like Mukta? Does Shkia, as Shabbos come in, that defines what you have? Now people could die off, we don't care, you're allowed to walk in six saw. Or no, it goes by how many people that are in there currently. A dead person is not a person, you have to take off two saw from, from your encampment. Says Gemara, we have a machlek, it's Rav Huna v'Rav Chizda. Chadom ar Shabbos Geremitz, v'chadom ar Diyarin Geremitz. It's when Shabbos goes in, and that's how we paskin, that's what we care about. And one of them says, we don't know who says what. And one of them says, it's dependent on the people, one dies off, or one comes in, you get extra room, or you take off room. Testayim says the Gemara, the Rav Huna, who the Omar Shabbos Geremitz, I can prove to you that it's Rav Huna that says that when Shabbos comes in, and the Gemara remains with this, why? The Omar Rav, Boim Rav Huna, Boim Rav Yehuda. They ask Rav Huna and Rav Yehuda. Now we know that if you have two houses, two private Rishuyos, Rishus HaYachid next to Rishus HaYachid, it's not permitted to carry from one to the other unless you do an Eruv Chatzeros. Midr you're not allowed to carry from one. They're both Rishus HaYachid. They're both attached to each other. Can't carry from one to the other. What do you do? You take some Chala, you, know you make a partnership. Now we say, we both own two houses together. MML, it's my house, it's your house. We walk from one to the other. What if the only thing that provided entrance weight from my rishos to your rishos is a doorway? And on Shabbos, something fell down, poof, closed it up. I can't get in there anymore. Or through the window, the window got blocked up. Now, do we go by when Shabbos came in, I was allowed to walk from one to the other, so therefore I could sneak in through a window, I could sneak in through a petach that's not a true halachic opening? Bormali, Shabbos, Hoyel Vuhutra, Hutra. So Rav Huna and Rabbi Yudha both said it's dependent on what you have on, the, uh, on Shabbos. When Shabbos comes in, we have three people, you're allowed six saw. One dies, it's okay. You continue to have three saw. That, it's a riot that was Rav Huna that said that, not Rav Yitzchak. Says the Gemara, we have a very similar machloikis, and as the Gemara always does, the Gemara says, well, it's similar, you would think it's similar, but it's not. That what? This is not. If you have a chotzer, that the wall on the corner, two walls went bye bye, so it's no longer a rishus hayachid because it's missing in the walls. Or a that it's kairais, two. And it's l'chayim, two lechis are removed. Says Rashi, don't read it, l'chayov, plural, it's lechi. Says Taisvis, a beautiful thing. That even according to Rebbe Eliezer, that says, we should really read inside, but we're running for time here. 
If you want, look at Kairosov Oilachoyov, Diramas, second to last Taisvis. Look at this last, last line. Kivin the Bekoyrachas, Oibelechiachot, Nesaramavi. Says Taisvis, even according to Rebeleza that says you need two lechis, the word plural over here makes zero sense. Because if you're dealing with a mavoi that needs two lechis and one of the lechayim fell off, then the, lech, then the mavoi is possible. You need two and one fell off. So why does it say that both fell off? You don't need both to fall off. So regardless, the word lechayim is, is off. Okay, fine. That's a side point. Thank you. Same thing with the house that two of its walls broke open. Not a house. Not a Rishonim. It's just interesting that it says Kairos. According to Rebbe I never heard that you need two Kairos. According to Rebbe maybe I was, maybe I'm off. Maybe I forgot something. I remember two Lechis. I don't remember two Kairos. So it says, listen to this. Review the says, the walls fell down. It's not a Rosh Hashayachid anymore. Too bad. When Shabbos came in, you had a Rosh Hashayachid, that Rosh Hashayachid remains throughout the whole Shabbos. In other words, it's dependent on Shabbos coming in. That's exactly like Rav Huna. L'chaira. Rav Yaisi Oymer, im mutarim lo'isa Shabbos, mutarim lo'asad lavoi, vimasurim lo'asad lavoi. What? Kereisov is also single. Kereisov also pointed out by Rashi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that. I'm just saying that if it is Rabbi Lezer, like you're saying, I never knew that Rabbi Lezer says you need two kairos. That, that, that's like, to me, it's a complete mistake. That's a typo. You want to say that Rabbi Lezer says two lechis and it's in the wrong place and there, fine. But where did he come up with two kairos? I never heard of two kairos in a, in a mavoi. I, I, I might be missing something. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Of course, we have to take it out and Rashi and Taisis, the whole thing. But what's the havamina, sort of? You know what I'm saying? Lechi, I understand the havamina. Rabbi Lezer said two. But where did, where did he ever say two kairos? I might be I might be completely missing something. Somebody correct me. I don't know. In other words, he says, let's look at what we have right now. Right now, we don't have a shusayachid. It happened on Shabbos. I'm sorry. The walls fell down. You, you can't you can't carry anymore in your house. So they seem to be saying the same exact thing as our machlokes bayas. Says the Gemara, Amalach. Ravuna, right? Our case where a guy dies on Shabbos, but when you came into Shabbos, you had the right amount of people. Very different, one case to the other. Over here, there are no mechitzes anymore, so you're not even dealing with the Shusayachid. You're just missing, you have all the people, but you don't have mechitzes. In the other case, you have all the mechitzes, you don't have the people. So it's very different. You have the people. In the case of a house, you have all the people, but you don't have the walls. Over there, you have all the walls, you don't have the people, no connection. So we finish off the Mishnah. Rabbi Yisrael said, in order to, you have to have a real serious wall that's Shesi Ve'erev, horizontal and vertical. Come, Chacham, and say no. It's either or. All you need is a, a wall that's made out of horizontal, a wall that's made out of vertical. Says the Gemara, Hainutani Kama, they're saying the same exact thing. Says the Gemara, no. <clears throat> Difference is, just one thing. This and this are the same. But the second one, the second Chacham say, there is no difference. Everybody gets, no matter what, even if you're in a populated place 
that you use an inferior wall, you can get as much as you need. And Chacham say no. The first Chacham say in a populated place, that's only the one restriction is an individual in a populated place, you can't you only get so sign. What's the svara? Because Rashi explains nicely. The first Chachamim are talking about Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda says in the Mishnah, Shayara. He talks about a convoy. Say Chachamim, well, convoy, there's no such thing as convoy, but you have to act like a convoy. In other words, you have to be on the way. So there's no difference if you're three people or one person, but you have to be on the way, traveling, and therefore we let you use a string, one little string as a, as a, as a horizontal, or one little pole as a vertical. But the second Chachamim, they're talking about Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi Yehuda. So therefore, they say everything, no matter where you are, even in the Yishuv, they don't talk about a shayara. They're not talking about a convoy. They're just saying in general, we hold, no matter who you are, no matter how many people you are, we count how many things you have, and that's how many saw we give you. Even if you're in a, uh, a populated city, you could use an inferior wall. Says the Mishnah. By the way, tomorrow, the day after, it's very much Agadita, and right now also, very easy sugyos, says the Mishnah, If you are in an in a army, Jewish army, they, give, they gave you four kulas. You could grab wood from everywhere. You could even take it from other people. You don't have to wash for and you can eat fruit that you bought from an Amaretz and you don't have to make Erev. The Gemara explains. Rashi says, in our days, everything is in Mechemes HaRashos. The only Mechemes that you're obligated to go to is Amalek, let's say. Very few wars that you were obligated. Most, most Mechemes, even to conquer Eretz Yisrael, was Rashos. Mutarim Begezel Eitzim Yevashim. Wow. So, when I was a kid, I heard this line once, that a, a Rebbe told his Chassid, he said, what? You're not allowed to steal. What's going on? Why are you stealing? He says, Rebbe, I didn't steal. I just took it. So, over here also, they're not stealing. They're taking. They're taking legally. In fact, I think I saw in the article, it said it like a word, like they were scared. They wanted to be uh, politically great. They didn't use the word stealing. They said, uh, requisition or something, I don't know, whatever. One of these words. They could plant themselves anywhere they feel like. They're in war. Where a soldier dies, that's where they bury him right there. They don't sleep in the Vesak Vars. As the Gemara, what? They're, they're allowed to take dry wood. Now, the Omar Mar, Asarat Noim, Hitna Yeshua. When Yeshua came into Israel and divided the land, he made 10 conditions. In other words, you want your beautiful property? I'll give it to you. But you have to accept these conditions. What are the conditions? We're not going to go through all 10. We're only going to see three. Everybody's permitted to go into their friend's backyard, into the forest, and let their animals graze. Why? You didn't plant that grass between the trees. You're not going to do anything with it. Let your friend have it. It's fine. They say, I can go into your property and take firewood. You cannot stop me. You want Eretz Yisrael? Good. I'm giving it to you for free. But allow everybody to chop the wood. Says the Gemara, so, so why are you telling me it's only soldiers? This is anybody could take wood. It's not just soldiers. Says the Gemara, and Tysus points out, and in Babakam also, that 
one is going on the other. That what? We're talking about bushes. Soldiers are allowed to take real firewood, not just low bushes. Inami, it's not inami, says Taisvis, it's an addition. I'm allowed to take chopped wood. You chop the wood, I take it for myself. You did all the work, I use it because I'm a soldier. But if I'm not a soldier, I'm allowed to chop your wood, but I can't take your chopped wood. Inami, <coughs> in addition to that, this is ready, ready wood. I can throw it into the fireplace. Over there, they only allowed you to take moist wood. They could park themselves wherever they want. And wherever they die, that's where you bury them. There's a concept of meis mitzvah. You find the body. Nobody is attached to this body. Nobody is collecting the body. You just bury it right there. So why is the soldier any different? Says the Gemara, By the way, this mitzvah is also one of the ten conditions of Yeshua, says Rashi. We're talking about a soldier that has family and people are willing to bury him. Just bury him right there and then in the battlefield. We just turned to the Yudzayin on the base, sponsored Lili Nishmas, Rezabas, and Yomen, and Lili Nishmas, Mordechai Yosef ben Aaron by Dr. Listhaus, Dr. Alan Listhaus, and, and, and the, the first sponsor says, Rabboisai, try to make it a good day. You have the choice. This Anya, Eizem What's considered a Meis Mitzvah? Somebody that doesn't have who to bury it. Now, t- nowadays, the halacha is, if you have a person, unfortunately, that doesn't have relatives, you bury in the cemetery. I was in Komemiot, in a camp over there. This is many years ago. I don't know if it exists. There was a grave on the street, literally. Like, it's, it was not a sidewalk street. It was one of these paved streets. The grave, like, touched the pavement by a tree. I have no idea what that was. I still don't know. I don't know if it's still there. That's what it was. By the way, real quickly, because I saw a beautiful story that was relevant to today. There was a guy traveling and he couldn't find the hotel. So he decided, Beles Breira, he had no choice, he stopped at a nursing home. And he asked the receptionist, could I pay you to sleep here? She said, yes, it happens to be somebody just died, we have extra room. So he slept there. In the morning, they said, you know, you look Jewish. The guy that died is Jewish. Do, do you want it? He says, what, what are you going to do with him? He says, we're going to put him in the cemetery. A non-Jewish He says, can I take him? He says, yeah. Maishashaya, I read this. He takes the body with him and he looks for the Chavar Kedisha. And when he gets to the Chavar Kedisha, the owner of the Chavar Kedisha couldn't believe it. He says, I, look at this name. This is the guy that gave a donation years ago for a plot of land in the cemetery for anybody that doesn't have a grave. So Gosh was Mizam and this guy to get this Meitz Mitzvah out of that nursing home. Anyway, so it says like this. I didn't want to say that in the book it says they put, he put him in the trunk. I'm not kidding. I didn't want to say it, but now that you ask. He calls them up and says, you got a mace. If they answer the phone, it's not a mitzvah. Ask the Gemara, does a mitzvah? Does he buy the spot that he dies on? If you find a dead person on a street, 
You could just, you put them to the right, like in Komamiut, right on the, I think when you're going to Komamiut, it's on the left side. Weirdest thing. Left side, a grave, a single grave. Put them to the left. Not in the middle of the street, obviously. they bore, is they near. What if you have an option? The right is just a fallow land, nothing going on. The, the, the left side is plowed already. In other words, somebody put some effort into this. If an ale is they bore, put it to the place that causes less damage. Is they near, is they zera, same thing over. You have on the right side a plowed field, the left side is already sown with, with seeds. If an ale is they near, less damage, put them on the, on the, on the, on the one that's just plowed. What if they're both equal? You can go any direction. No, so you see, you can move him. He, he's not koinez makam right there. You could go to the right, to the left. The guy dropped dead, blocking traffic. He's from edge to edge. What are you going to do? You can't just bury him in the middle of a street. So then you lift him up, you put him to the side. Oh, you lift him up so you can decide where. It's like mukta. It's already in your hand. Uh, I'll put it there. I'll put it there. There's a whole shadow of him if it's Rishos, if it's if you if you to bury him right there, or you have the right to bury him right there. But over here from Rishos, this one time we made a dispensation that you let him move him. Oh, if you let him move him, you let him move him to any direction. We're only trying to get to the end of the parak. I don't know if it's a great idea because tomorrow is a long daft, but it's a god. What is a soldier potter from? To wash your hands before you eat bread. However, to wash your hands, like they say in Yiddish, the double lotion that you will have to. Why? There's a salt that comes from the Dead Sea, Melch's Doimis. And it could blind the person. And therefore, people touch it with their fingers and they put it in their eyes. We had a whole Gemara where a husband killed his wife because he didn't do Maimachrainim. He took the Rabbanon's wallets. He, they wanted the money back. He denied it. So they went to the w- wife and they said, Your husband told us to give the wallets. She said, Who are you? She said, Well, he told us to tell you that he, he had this and this for lunch, lentils, whatever, because they noticed it on his mustache. So. When he came home, he says, where's the money? I gave it to the Rabbanon. He killed her. So from there you see, something like that. You find this terrible salt. It's, it's a nothing. It's a millionth of a percent. It's a one carat in a kur. It's nothing. But if you by mistake touch that little piece and put it in your eyes. Says Taisfis, Top toises. There is no maimachroin in our days. Why? They melchs doimes. What's his name? We don't have this melchs doimes. Inami. We eat nicely with a fork. We don't stick our fingers in. Oh, but the mishnaburo, the shchonaruch, they say. Even though toises says this, there's other reasons. The famous vilnegayin when it comes to maimagulim, right? You have water that stayed overnight. The gemara by the zara talks about a snake inserting his venom into the water. Says the Vilna Gain, because it doesn't exist anymore, the Taisis, the, he wasn't Makbid. Says the Vilna Gain, I drank that water, that was Magula, and I realized I didn't have Kavana in my davening, and I realized that it's not about snakes. The Gemara might say one reason, 
but there's many other things behind the scenes. And that's what the Mishnah is talking about. There's other things. Yes, we don't understand Melch's Daimus, but there's other reasons. Rabbi Sai, I know many people that drink only water that's filtered and mineral water from a bottle, and they also have issues with Kavana Betfila, so we have to figure out what the reason is. But the Vilna guy was able to figure out that his Kavana and Tfila was because of my Megulim. So therefore, that applies also to here, that it, just because we don't know the reason, Tyson says, well, there's no that. Still, the reasons, there are many reasons for Gemara's, the Gemara doesn't tell you all the reasons. What if a guy is measuring salt? He's not eating. We know that you wash your hands, my machroinim, when you're eating a meal. We, we, we think that my machroinim and meal have to do with each other. Of course you have to wash your hands. In fact, it's on Allah yesterday, if I'm quoting it correctly, that if you don't have my machroinim, bench. And afterwards do my machroinim. In other words, the my machroinim is not dependent on you eating and you benching. You think that it's, it's the danger. you got to get rid of that salt. So even if you bench, you should do my machroinim after you bench, says, says the Allah. So over here also, he didn't eat, but he's, he works in, in the salt factory. He must wash his hands because he can come blind. Umidmai, and the soldiers could eat the mai. What's the mai? You take, if, if Amaris takes Trumas and Maestras, he tells you, I took Trumas and Maestras. We don't trust him. Take it again. But a, a, a soldier, he doesn't have to take it again. It's a Chumr de Rabbana. It's not, Machinim Saniim Dimai. The Kupa Shodzdaka gives food out to the Aniim. They could use this inferior food that you bought from Amaris. Why? Because it's not a Dairaisim. Dairaisim, we could be Saimach that. Even Amaretz is very careful on Dairaisis. He doesn't want to be over and eat food that he didn't take Trumas and Maestras. Chachamim made this special Chumrah because they were being relaxed a little bit. is referring to the soldiers. Do not give poor people Dmai. Do not give soldiers Dmai. Soldiers don't have to make an error. We're only talking about between the tents. Yeah? You have a bunch of soldiers in their tents, like we have today. Soldiers in tents. And there's a giant encampment around all those tents. So the, all the tents are like Rosh Hashanah I want to go from one tent to the other. Over there, I don't have to make a Yeruv Chatzeros. But, what's Yeruv Chumim? I live over here. I can only walk 2,000 Amma. So what do I do? I put a meal right over here. At the edge of my 2,000 amma. Now my diurim, my yishuv, my, I was koina shvisa right over here. So my house just became there. Now I have another 2,000 amma to walk, a total of 4,000. And don't forget, X over here. I cannot walk anywhere this direction. Because this just became my center. Usually your house is your center. I could go 2,000 this way, 2,000 this way. But now my chala became my center. So I could go 2,000 this way and 2,000 this way, which in fact is 4,000 from your house. Great. But Erev Tchum says the Gemara, you have to do. Why? Erev Tchum is a Deraisa. Now, we learned this a bunch of times. Most hold that Tchumim is Derabanan. Who holds Tchum is Deraisa? Rebbe Akiva. So this must be going according to Rebbe Akiva. Now what? The Tchumim You get Malkus, you get lashes if you walk out of the 2000 Amma. That's where it was. The only time I think in my life, I was in Kamamius as a 12-year-old, and I just decided to take a little trip, and I realized that I was out of the Tchum. I think I went out of the Tchum, and I didn't know what to do, and I asked the Rav, there's a Taimani Rav, I don't even know what happened. 
But usually you don't find yourself in that situation. But when you know a Moshav somewhere, it's very possible that you go out of the Tchum. Usually a lav says, Loi. Don't do it. Al is the reverse of Loi. Aleph Lamin instead of Lamin and Aleph. Not that it's important. But Al means also it's the same idea, but you get Malkus and Al. I never heard of it. <laughs> he said, What do you mean you never heard of it? Don't do any of this magic. You know, like the, uh, what do they call The Ouija board. That's what it is. You call down these neshamas, people swear that it works, I don't know. Somehow you get the neshama to come down. Ouija, not Ouija, but whatever, that idea that you bring the neshama down, it starts doing tricks for you, it starts talking to you. This is the raisa. And it says, Al. You get Malkis on it. In other words, in order to get Misa, the death penalty, you need the Torah to tell you you get the death penalty, but you also need another Pasuk that says, don't do it. An, an additional Pasuk that warns you. Says the Gemara, this additional Pasuk that warns you is to warn you about the death penalty. So you can't use it for Malchus. It's not referring to Haitzah and Shabbos. It says Al It's referring to Tchum. And to tell you, you don't get the death penalty for Tchum. You only get the whole Pasuk is talking about just going out of 2,000 Amas. That if you go out of 2,000 Amas, you get Malchus. According to Rabbi Kiva, of course. According to others, you don't get Malchus. It's only the Rabbanon. Hadrun Allah Mavui. Hadrun Allah Mavui. Akash should help us. Tomorrow. Have a wonderful day, Rabbi Isai. I forgot Yosef, sorry, I forgot there was a fifth sponsor today. forgot to print it. I didn't have room anymore, and I said, okay, I'm just going to remember, and of course, I forgot. Problem. The guy's children should be able to get on a bus and go to Yeshiva and learn Torah. That's what it was. But it was anonymous, right? Another anonymous. Okay. Oh. Participants. Yeah. Oh, really? What happens? What happens? You know it's going to happen. What happens to me when I lose power? I use mobile, but I can only do either YouTube or Zoom. I can't do both. Take care, uh, Bernard.
I can it deep into the forest. And, uh, you know, if there's a tower cut, it doesn't make a difference. I still got to... Oh, yeah, if I could do it, but for some reason I can't do, I don't have a, what is it called, where your phone gives a, a hotspot, I don't know why, Golan, I, I think I have to call them up or something, I better do that quickly. So, so an iPhone you can never do a hotspot from? No, it says on my iPhone, a hotspot. It gives you the option, but I think it has something to do with Golan. Really? Yeah. Judah, it's great to see you, man. Stick it stick it out. The entire area, stick it out, please. Ellie. Yeah. Try Wii 4G. Try Wii 4G. I had a lot of problems with Golan. I went over to Wii 4G. What is that? I never even heard of it. Really? Oh. Oh. But that a mobile router will only work if there's electric. Boy, say, I want to say capital to him. Something's wrong. Yeshua is still muted. He didn't say anything since the end of this year. Shem Aloys, Mima Kim Kosicho. He fell asleep. He fell, Yeshua fell asleep for sure. <laughs>